Welcome to the Carl Reader Show. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Bullet Point Business, the series in which I try to distill really complicated business subjects into very simple, actionable takeaways that you can use within your own business or within your own life. Now, today, the aspect that I want to cover actually isn't that complicated, but many people think it's more complicated than you'd ever expect. And that is how you can start your own business whilst you've already got a job. You see, for many of us, we work day to day, Monday to Friday, nine to five, and we don't actually know how we can break out of that and start our own business. It might be a lack of confidence. It might be that we perceive we've got a lack of time or just a fear of the unknown. Now, there's a few steps that I believe anybody who wants to start their own business should go through in addition to the steps that most people starting a business would go through. So here they are. The first one is that you need to make sure that you're actually able to do this under the terms of your employment contract. It's boring, I know, but please hear me out on this one. Check your employment contract and make sure that there's nothing in there that stops you having your own business and also make sure there's nothing that you are going to do that will cause a conflict of interest. So what do I mean by that? If your business that you work for is, let's say, a painter and decorator and your job is to go out selling your services and to deliver on those services, if you set up a business in competition with your employer, then quite naturally you're at risk of losing your job overnight. But what's more, you burn any bridges that you would have had with your employer. So you need to make sure that there's no conflict of interest whatsoever and that contractually you're legally allowed to do this. Um, if you do that, then nobody should have any problems with you starting your own business in your own time, provided it doesn't impact on your workplace performance. Now, I don't want this episode to be a list of what you shouldn't do, but the second thing that you shouldn't do is use your work time whilst employed to promote your business that you run in the evenings and the weekends. So please don't see fellow employees as an easy source of customers, of leads. Instead, try to keep the two as distinct as possible because once you get to the point where your business is at a level where you could choose to leave your day job, then you know, you're not gonna have these contacts anyway. So the business needs to stand up on its own right. So there are the things you, you must not do Okay, you mustn't work in um, breach of your employment contract, you mustn't have a conflict of interest, and you shouldn't be that employee who wants to sell their wares to other employees. Now for some tips on how you do it. The first thing is you need to understand that it's going to be a juggling act. You're going to be working seven or eight hours in the day in your job, seven or eight hours in the evening on your business, that's not gonna leave you with much time left over for sleep, let alone for eating, for family time, for leisure. So you need to understand that you're gonna to have to balance both sides of your work life and accept the fact that the number of hours that you work will be far longer than if you were just employed or just perhaps running a business. So once that acceptance comes into play, you also need to think about how you're going to adjust your targets for your new business to take into account that you're not 100% devoted to it. 
The second thing that I would say, once you've got that appreciation of it, is you need to set a defined point at which you're going to make the leap. Because running two businesses, both your employed business and your self-employed business, is unsustainable for the long term for most people. Because we've got other stuff that we need to do. So you need to set out a defined point. Now, whether that's an income level, whether it's a certain target of a number of customers, or whether it's just a date in the diary, six months from now. Set a point at which point you're going to leap and start the business or you're going to scrap it. There's no point chucking good money after bad if you're not devoted to the business and really driving it forwards. So you need to have that target to aim for so that you can ensure that you're on track and you're going to where you need to be. The next thing you need to do is make sure that you've got sufficient personal resources to keep it going because it's unlikely that an investor will want to invest in a business if you're not 100% devoted. So make sure that you've got whatever funds are needed to at least get it off the ground and have proof of concept before going to any external investors. And finally, have fun. Look, we're only on this planet if we're really lucky for 70 or 80 years, okay? Our working life within that is, let's say, 40 to 50 years. During that time, it's very limited. So there's no point working for the sake of working because you've been told to hustle on a YouTube video or a podcast. That's not what we're here for. So make sure that you have fun along the way. Don't rely on promises from friends and family that they will buy your product or service. Instead, enjoy the process. If it's not working, fail very quickly rather than letting it die slowly. And make sure that you make yourself proud. Now, guys, I hope you found this episode useful. If you liked this, please do subscribe to the channels. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Podcast listeners, please do subscribe. Check out the YouTube, check out the Instagram stories. I would love to see you on all the social channels. I'm a social being, so please reach out to me, say hello, and I look forward to speaking to you soon. Thank you for listening to The Carl Reader Show. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and tell your friends. This podcast was brought to you by our sponsor, D&T Advisory, helping you unlock the magic in your business by adding value, not numbers. Find out more at www.team-dt.com. QuickBooks, helping UK small businesses stay on top of their finances.